Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. And welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer live at Rogers Place. It's a game night, the Minnesota Wild, who have owned the Edmonton Oilers over the last uh, three or four seasons are in town. The Wild have won seven straight games. This is Oilers Now, and it is brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Edmonton's number one swim spa, swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.ca. Jam-packed show. Uh, coming up on today's show, 1235 today we'll have from NHL Hockey on Rogers for Abe Store Service. Elliot Friedman at 105, former Edmonton Oilers player, currently the general manager of the Minnesota Wild, Bill Guerin. Um, there's been a lot written about Yessa uh, Pogliarvi over the course of the last couple days. Uh, Tommy Seppala, a Finnish-based uh, uh, writer, had an extensive piece. Mark Spector wrote off that the other day, and subsequent to that, Marcus Leto, uh, the agent for Pick, er, for uh, Pogliarvi, has now spoken. We will talk to Edmonton-based uh, uh, media person Yoni Niemann on today's show. He's a Finnish uh, journalist. Uh, that does uh, a lot of uh, freelance sports writing and uh, writes for a blog uh, out of Edmonton here. And we'll get his thoughts on the situation involving Paul Yarby at 135 today. And at 145, the Edmonton Oil Kings have their teddy bear toss. It's a home-and-home home with the Red Deer Rebels, Oil Kings, and Red Deer tonight. Oil Kings back at Rogers Place tomorrow night against the Rebels. Again, teddy bear toss. Actually, for both games, if you're listening down to the Red Deer uh, region, Luke Pierce is the head coach of the Oil Kings. He will join us. Uh, we will tell you. That you can get reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ring in the River uh, the New Year at the River Cree with Trooper on December thirtieth and Big Sugar December thirty first. Tickets and more information at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us at any time on the Ashley Pine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you've always wanted at one hundred forty third Street, one hundred eleventh Avenue, or head to ashleypinefloors.com for more information. We're at Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob score Stoffer and tweet Brendan Escott who's back in the 630 Chad Studios at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's I know David Staples called to hockey wrote off of George LaRock's comments, Brendan I'm going to bring you in at this time, suffice to say George was bringing it and I think he surprised some people with the fact that he didn't necessarily show a tremendous amount of empathy for the position that Paul Yarvey was in. Uh, what was your take on that after the fact, thinking back on it uh, over the last, uh, say, 22 hours? Yeah, you know what? I love the passion that he brings, and I think that there's certainly a percentage of people out there that would agree with him. That, uh, when you've had to battle your way through the league, I think that that's, that's what it does, those kinds of comments. And he George is not the only person I saw in the aftermath of this really look at the ramifications of how that might resonate to others in the organization who have had to really sow their oats. And, you know, George has uh, played a tough role in the league, so it doesn't surprise me that he he took that, you know, tone, I suppose, with the uh, comments that Jesse had made. Uh, uh, just uh, because uh, this is an ongoing situation, and uh, Spec has uh, just read it, uh, tweeted out some addition. This is from Tommy Seppala, the Finnish-based um, uh, reporter that originally wrote the piece on Pogliarvi. Uh, these are comments that are made from Marcus Leto, Paul Yarvey's uh, agent, and he offers some uh, 
opinions as well. When the latest contract was signed, certain commitments were made. Jesse was going to give his all, and if it didn't work out, changes were going to be made. I don't think anybody uh, can say Jesse hasn't given his all. I think it's time to think about the player and the human here. That one comes to us from Tommy Seppala. Um, I mean, basically, if you're reading between the lines there, uh, one of the things that's working against, let's be honest, it's working against Paul Yarby right now for a potential trade is a $3 million cap hit. That's a lot of money to take on for a guy that's got a 2.5% shooting percentage. Now, Edmonton plays the Minnesota Wild tonight. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Minnesota has, uh, I mentioned they won seven straight in the last uh, I'm going to use the last two years because, of course, the two teams did not play in 2021. Uh, last year, Minnesota outscored the Oilers 16 to five in the three games. They've won this year five two, so 21 to seven over the last um, four games played between the two teams. And make no mistake, Minnesota is a big, heavy team that can check. And they've got good defense. They're going to get Jonas Brodin back for tonight's game. They've got a line with Erickson, Greenaway, and Felino that has been very difficult for the Oilers to match up. It's just been a bad matchup for the Edmonton Oilers. We'll get to the game day lineup report a little bit later on for McGuire Financial. But at this time, we head into Oilers, now Audio Vault, for direct workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. And here is Connor McDavid on the Oilers' struggles against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, I wish I had an answer for you there. You know, it's it, you know we, we we understand that it's it's been like that. I mean, obviously last year they, they I think we played them three times. And they they beat us bad all three times, and, and obviously we're down one to them already this year. So um, I have to find a way to get a win against them. Meanwhile, Jay Woodcroft had this to say. He was asked. I think Jason Greger asked him today on losing seven straight to the Minnesota Wild. Good question. I w- wasn't here for all those games, so it's hard for me to answer for that. Um, you know, I think I'll go just to this year. I thought we played a, a competitive game under some different circumstances. Um, in Minnesota there, uh, I thought we, you know, 35 minutes into the game, I looked up at the shot clock. We'd given up 13 shots against in that situation. Um, they're a good team. They're going to test us and challenge us, and um, we're going to be ready for them tonight. Um, and the Oilers, this will be a, a span basically three games in about 11 or 12 days. The Oilers play tonight at home against Minnesota. Minnesota flies into Vancouver, plays tomorrow night. And then the two teams, the Oilers and Minnesota, play Monday in Minnesota. And Woodcroft had these comments on uh, meeting the uh, Wild so much in short order. The interesting thing for us is, and we've played, uh, you know, they've played some since our last game. We've played some since our last game, but it's almost, um, you know, like a small playoff series because it's about um, finding ways to adjust, finding ways um, you were able to uh, have some success or areas of the game where you liked uh, while while making some adjustments and, and tightening up some of the areas you didn't like. Uh, there you go. That is Jay Woodcroft talking about this matchup tonight against the Minnesota Wild. Well, Connor McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisaitl playing together right now. McDavid comes into tonight's game on a seven-game heater with eight goals and 17 points. Uh, but the Oilers, uh, you know, have been getting a little bit of depth scoring, even with McDavid and Dreisaitl playing together. Uh, it's massive. I mean, uh, you know, um, secondary scoring is big for any team. And, you know, obviously our 
the guys played well uh, last game and you know, look for them to, to feel good about themselves and, and carry that carry that over. Oilers coming off an eight-goal uh, outburst against the Arizona Coyotes. Here's Connor McDavid. Yeah, maybe. Um, anytime you put up eight, I guess, you know, guys feel good about themselves. Um, we'll see a, a big test tonight. You know, like I said, Minnesota's had a number, and we definitely hold them a good game here, and um, need to carry that over. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, meanwhile, has had a good start to the season. He's got 30 points in 27 games. He's got 13 goals this year in the 27 games. He only had 11 last year in 63. And McDavid says that the uh, Oilers team roots for RNH's success. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's a great guy. You know, someone that uh, is, is really well respected in the room and is a, a great leader for us and has been for a really long time. And like you said, the longest serving Oiler and so loyal to the city and to the team and the organization. And um, you want to see guys like that uh, do well. While Jay Woodcroft adds that RNH's play dictates often the deployment of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl together. I don't think you, you can do that unless Ryan's playing at the level that he's played at. Almost similar to, um, you know, we started uh, the year with the the spine theory of Connor, Leon, and Nuge playing on different lines, but uh, Ryan McLeod played pretty well right off the bat. That allowed us to move Nuge to the wing and all that kind of stuff. I think uh, when you have a bunch of good players it allows you to have some flexibility uh, to your lineup and um, certainly playing Connor and Leon together we do that because Nuge is playing at the level that he's playing at. All right and uh, we'd be remiss without asking Jay Woodcroft and I know that uh, he was asked after the game the other night about the comments that yes a poll Yarvey uh, uh, made in the uh, finished paper uh, but today was an opportune time to maybe uh Get, get a thought from Jay on breeding confidence, offensive confidence in Yessa Pugliarvi, and here's Jay Woodcroft. You know, the big thing for Yessi, um, you know, he wants, he'd rather his numbers be uh, a little bit higher. I think if you looked at his shooting percentage, um, it's probably well below what his career average is and well below where he wants it to be. I think you earn the right to feel confident. And uh, that happens on the practice surface. He's working really hard there. I think he's spending extra time in the video room. He's um, revisiting where he's had some success in the past and um, the big thing is he should know that he has the belief and confidence of his coaching staff and of his teammates and um, you know I know that if he keeps doing good things and going to hard areas that he'll be he will be uh, rewarded for it. There you go. That is Edmonton Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. 1219 at Edmonton. When we return on Oilers now, we'll have the game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial, and we'll get into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now, live from Rogers Place. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It is 1221 in Edmonton. Uh, Brendan, uh, speaking of podcasts, special thanks to you for uh, making sure we, we split the show up into four parts. I know that uh, uh, we're not going to give out the exact number, but I know that the engagement level is pretty high in the podcast, and I think that there's more and more people today uh, that access uh, this show via podcast. So thanks for uh, keeping us updated on that front. 
Absolutely. The least I can do, and appreciate all our listeners who find different ways to tune in to us. It's growing all the time. Yeah, much appreciated. Uh, did you happen to watch the conclusion of Brazil and Croatia in the World Cup? I sure did. And how about this Croatian goalkeeper in penalty kicks, Stone Cold? Well, you know what? Uh, Croatia and Morocco are still in, in the World Cup. They made it into the final eight. They were in Canada's... Uh, Pool along with Belgium, who came into the tournament ranked like number two or three in the world. Does that change things a bit in terms of the perception of Canada's performance? Look, we're not here for participation medals. Uh, there was a fair amount of criticism directed uh, Alfonso Davies' way for maybe not being available to... Uh, to some of the media that traveled there uh, every waking second at their whim. Uh, but the reality of the situation is it does now appear that Canada was in a pretty strong pool, uh, Brendan. I would suggest the same. And, like, personally, I, I kind of was ready to recognize that out of the gate, but I think there were some people that weren't, and uh, maybe this is shedding more light on just how strong a team Croatia is, for example, and we'll see about Morocco tomorrow against Portugal. Well, I mean, if they pull off, I mean, Portugal's going to be the favorite in that game, but uh, if they pull off the upset there, I mean, two teams from Canada's pool in the final four tells you all you need to know. To the game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future for free financial consultation. Visit mcguire.financial.ca. Uh, uh, That's McGuire M. Uh, small c, capital G, U-I-R-E, McGuire, financial.ca. Uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, they're going to go with the exact same lineup that put up eight goals against the Arizona Coyotes. It'll be Connor McDavid up front with Zach Hyman and Leon Dreisaitl. McDavid and Dreisaitl both playing over 22 minutes a game. McDavid with eight goals, 19 points, 18 career games against Minnesota. Leon's got 11 goals and 17 points in 18 games against the Wild. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Matthias Yanmark and Kyler Yamamoto. Uh, Yamamoto uh, is uh, playing 16-28 per game. I've liked what he's given his last couple games uh, since returning after missing 11 games with an upper body issue. James Hamlin down the middle with Dylan Holloway and Yessa Pugliarvi, who scored once this year in 40 shots on goal. Wasn't actually even a shot on goal. I mean, statistically speaking, you would think at some point that... Uh, the shooting percentage would claim, uh, climb for Pugliarvi. Devin Shore with Clem Costin and Derek Ryan. If you had told me 27 games into the season that Derek Ryan would have more goals than Pugliarvi, Holloway, and Yamamoto combined, I would have said, you're crazy. On defense, Darnell Nurse. With Cody Cece, Brett Kulak's gone plus seven over his last five games. He's with Tyson Berry. Philip Roberg played a season-high 16-53 versus Arizona. He'll be with Evan Bouchard. Stuart Skinner starts in goal. He's 8-6, a 2.86 goals against average, a 9.15 save percentage. The Oilers are seventh in the league in goals four and second in the league in the power play, 29.6%. Minnesota under Dean Evason, who was a stellar player for the Kamloops Blazers in the WHL, reinvented himself as a checking center. They went 53. 22 and 7 last year in the regular season. They come into tonight's game with a record of 13, 10 and 2. They're 6, 4 and 2 in the road, and they get arguably their best defenseman, Jonas Brodin, back. He's been out the last several games, including the last time these two teams met. Sam Steele out of our Drossen, up front with Kirill Kaprizov undoubtedly one of the top 10 players in the world, and Matt Zuccarello, who's got 21 points in 18 games against the Oilers. Kaprizov's on a 13-game point streak, 9 goals and 20 points. Uh, 
We've got Goodrow with Patan and Matthew Boldy. Joel Erickson Eck with uh, Greenaway and Felino. Big, heavy, tough, strong line. And then uh, Mason Shaw, hard-nosed player uh, out of... Uh, Central East Alberta, along with Connor Dewar and Ryan Reeves. That's a agitating fourth line, to say the least. Jacob Middleton, hard-nosed, tough defenseman, came up in the Sharks organization with uh, local product Jared Spurgeon, the uh, captain of the Wilds, 33 years of age. He plays 21-01 per game. I mentioned Brodine, and he's going to be paired with Dumba, and they'll have John Merrill uh, with... Uh, the uh, young defenseman, Kalen Addison, who played four years for the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Mark andre Fleury, 957 career appearances, a 913 save percentage. He starts in goal for Minnesota. 17th in goals for, 16th in goals against, 11th on the power play, 12th on the PK. Uh, a little weak in the faceoff circle, but the Oilers have been sliding big time of late uh, in the circle. Again, that's our game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. We head off to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here's Brendan Escott. Nine other games around the league tonight. Calgary is visiting Columbus and Winnipeg is in Chicago. That is the other Canadian content. Uh, of course, that is the uh, first meeting between Johnny Goudreau and the Calgary Flames since their uh, amicable split. Was uh, it amicable? No, of course it wasn't. <laughs> Leafs forward Pierre Engvall has a hearing with the NHL for uh, high-sticking Sean Dursey of the Kings last night. I call that slashing in the back of the head, personally. Sla uh, Senators forward Matthew Joseph will uh, miss two weeks with a lower body injury. Bob, I didn't hear of Tyler Benson getting claimed on waivers, so he I did assume... not get none of the five players who went on waivers, including Carpenter, who's a uh, six-foot right-shot center uh, that was with the Rangers at 750K. thought maybe somebody might look at him. Uh, none of them ended up getting claimed. That was an interesting name. Uh, Bakersfield entertaining Coachella Valley tomorrow at home. The Oil Kings starting a home-and-home home with the Rebels tonight on the road. Teddy Bear toss for both games, as you mentioned. Ours in support of 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous, Bob. There you go. All right. Uh, we will uh, head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I believe that's who's doing it today. Brendan, is that right? I know Eileen. All day long. All day long. Eileen Bell, uh, who is celebrating unquestionably uh, probably her biggest idol when she was a little girl. It is Donnie Osmond. It sure is. What's that? It sure is. It, did I get that one right? You absolutely got that right. Yes. Uh, what was the What was the line? Uh, sh sh uh, she's a little bit country. He's a little bit rock and roll. Donnie Osmond. He's a lot rock and roll, yeah. Bob. Donnie yeah. Osmond's a lot rock and roll. <laughs> well, maybe just hard rock. You know, I got. He's a little bit everything. He's, he's a little wonderful. bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, uh, the Latter Day Saint himself, Donnie Osmond, celebrated his birthday today. Uh, Eileen's got the global news weather traffic update up next.